0: Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment and the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Monday, November 28, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. If you ever missed a call, just head on over to our website, Com. That's Com, And all the calls are there. They are titled, dated. Um, so you can go back and listen to whatever it is you may have missed and get caught up. Share with someone else as well. Also, while you're on the homepage, be sure to subscribe. Become a VIP, a vision impact partner, and stay connected. Uh, we got some exciting things coming up that we share with everyone through that vehicle there, and so uh, we ask that you do that. And then just stay connected and, and continue to share. We ask that throughout the call that you post your notes on social media, tag us in it, use the hashtag Win dreams collide so that we can see it as well. Ladies, get ready for tonight, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll have our weekly Straight Talk Woman Talk teaching. This is specific for single women, okay, single women. Uh, if you uh if that is you, make sure you get connected to Straight House Woman Talk tonight. Uh our phone number, uh dial in the same number you dialed in this morning, but the PIN code is different, which is eight four five one six five. Okay. So seven one two four three two three zero one one, pin number eight four five one six five for tonight, eight PM Central Standard Time. Um we should be streaming live as well on Facebook. I'll be streaming from my Straight Talk Woman Talk page on Facebook. So Make sure you go on over to the Straight Talk Woman Talk page, like it, so that you get the notification um, when we get ready to go live. You don't want to miss this message on today for single women, okay? So all you married, ladies, who have single women in your life, friends, sisters, all of that good stuff? Make sure they are on tonight's call or live stream for Straight Talk Woman Talk, okay? And so, uh, that's for you ladies. And then for everybody else, head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's build com or Bifflin, B-I-F-Y-L-N.com. And, uh, get connected today. My husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time to stop posting for your first name. We begin Building something of significance for you and your family's last name, and that's what Project Building for Your Last Name is all about. we got the new gear that's there. We're really excited about it. Um, so make sure you go ahead and, and grab yours, not now, but right now. We'll be sending out um, more orders uh, this week. We had uh, our supplier got backed up on shipping because of the holidays. So uh we'll be shipping out all your orders this week, so be on the lookout for that. So you can place some more on today. We do have expanded sizing, okay? For those of you that were in Houston with us for the leadership intensive. Uh there were a couple these sizes that we didn't have, but now we do. So you can order them uh online today. Grab it and you can have it for the holidays. All right folks, again, post your notes on social media, tag us in it using the hashtag win so we can see it. Get out your pen and paper so you can take notes. If you're driving, please be safe. Honey, come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP.
1: Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision impact. Partners, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me? I said I am excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Success is not a number. Success is not a number. You know, Earl Nightingale said that success is the progressive realization of a worthy idea. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy idea. In other words, success is not a number. At one point in my life, I used to think that when I got to $10,000 a month in business, that I would be a success. And when I got there, I quickly realized that $10,000 a month, for me, was just enough money to understand how broke I really was. Success is not a number. As a matter of fact, I venture to say that that success for you today will not be what success is for you tomorrow. In other words, one period in your life, success may mean one thing, and in another period, it may mean another. And ladies and gentlemen, what I have discovered is that No matter what the number is, no matter what the amount is, success is not a number. There's no need for you to keep putting this number out, whereas when you get to this number, you begin to emotionally put yourself in a state of being grateful. There's no need for you to continue to put off happiness because that's what we do. We put off our happiness. We put off our joy. We put off our peace until we get to a certain number. Or oh, when I'm earning this, when, I'm, when I have this type of money coming in, when I'm driving this type of car, when I'm living in this type of home, when I'm able to travel to these types of locations, then I will be happy. Then I'll be fulfilled. And ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you by personal experience that money never fulfills you. No amount of money will ever fulfill you. I know some people that have a big income but have bigger insecurities. Success is not... A number. Far be it for you to understand that I'm speaking from a place of theory. Let me give you some factual points. matter of fact, let me take it a step even further. Let me move past the facts into the truth. I'll never forget. I had been building a business at that time for about three and a half years, and I had been grinding. You know how we grind. All of you grinders, you're up early in the morning. You go to bed dark 30 at night. You're building, you're going, I mean I mean you're blowing it going. You're you're driving the miles, you're traveling on the planes, you're at events, you're at seminars, you're at workshops, you you're you're you're, I mean you're you're focused. Come on, somebody. Those of us that know what I'm talking about, I mean you don't cheat the ground, you don't do it when you feel like it. You do it because you know you must do it. I've discovered that if you do it only when you feel like it, you'll never get to it. And so here I was, working this thing, building. Taking the nose, taking the rejection, enduring the apathy and the attrition. I, I was there, killing the setbacks, and some business. And, uh, I'm 29, going on 30, 30th birthday. And, uh, I, I had been one of those people, I'll be, let me give you confession. They say confession is, is good for the soul, but it's bad for the reputation. <laughs> But well, let me give you my truthful confession From ages 25 until ages 30, every birthday I had was depression, was depressed. I was depressed every single birthday, every year, every birthday I was depressed. I didn't like to celebrate it. I didn't like to eat no cake. I didn't want no ice cream. I was depressed. Why? Because I tied my happiness to a number, I've tied my peace to a number. I've tied my joy to a number. And far be it for you to think and laugh and say, oh, what's wrong with you? Many of you, you tied, listen, you tied your happiness to a person. Shucks. You've you tied your peace to an event. Oh, when I get married, then this will happen. Oh, oh, when I graduate from school, then I'll pursue purpose. When, when, I, do, when I do this and when I do that, then I'll have this. When I have this, then I'll be that. And I'm telling you, success is not a number at the age 30, age 30, uh, my 30th birthday never forget it. I'm, uh, I've made more money at the age of 30. I've be, I I become a millionaire by the age of 30. Made them, earned a million dollars. And uh, most people would say, you're a success. Um, I, I had gotten my income to that point where I was, I was making as much as $20,000 U.S. every seven days. I had my, my dream car. I was living in a high rise, you know, like American Gangster. I had the whole American Gangster vision. You know, when Denzel uh, was walking out, he had the grand piano. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, he was walking out. He could look out downtown. I'm in Houston, so you can't really look out. But nonetheless, I still had the high rise. I had marble floors out there. Yeah, we had the grand piano in the foyer. We had, yeah, the the concierge service. It It was the high rise I had always visited. It was the high rise I had gone to. In my broke, broke days, I would go to the high-rise and, and I would walk around and, and I would look at the grand entrance. I would, I would walk around upstairs. I'd get in the elevators. I would go tour the penthouse because you've got to keep in front of you what you want inside of you. And uh, I would do this. I would do this for years, and, and I couldn't understand how people would pay that type of money for one-bedroom <laughs> high-rise. I, I said, man, I don't know why they would pay this, but later on as I started to become – A little bit more educated and and understand location and understand environment and understand the people that were there. I said, "Okay, now I understand. You're not paying. You're not paying for the location, or you're not paying just for the place. You're paying for the location." And um, so I finally moved in. I moved in, had my dream, uh, uh, a car, put put chrome on it. You know, you got to put chrome on it. I had to put. I was thirty, y'all. You know. Uh, yeah, so I put chrome on it, chrome wheels on it. Yeah, it was, the, it was the only four-door coupe that Mercedes made. It was the CLS 550 Mercedes. I mean, I loved that car. See, I didn't love the car just because it was a car. I loved the car because I was sitting in an event. I was sitting in a seminar at, at, in Dallas, Texas, and I'll never forget 2006. I'm sit, sitting in the seminar, and this guy that had polio, he had polio when he was born, or polio in the hospital, and, and he had one foot, and he was talking about how he overcame, and how his parents would always say, you could do anything, you could be anybody, and, and, and he became not a basketball player. He, he didn't become, listen, a football player because of the condition. He didn't, he didn't have the ability to do that, but he sharpened his mind, and because he sharpened his mind and he applied himself, he was earning more money as a business person, as an entrepreneur than most football and basketball players were and he was telling his story, and I was sitting in front of And He was talking about the success he had accomplished. He was talking about all these things, and, and he put a picture up of where he was prior as a trash man. He said, I went from the trash man to the cash man. <laughs> and he put up the portrait of his house and, and his family. He put up these cars. He had the escalator. He had the CLS. It was black. And I looked at it. I said, Oh my gosh. I had never seen that. And it it caused me to open up my imagination. I said, Oh, I'm going to get that one day. That was 2006. 2012, I did get it. Jared, why did it take so long? Because God will give you what you ask for. He just never gives you the delivery date. Shucks. He will grant you the desires of your heart. You, the date of arrival. In other words, if he told you the date of arrival, uh, you wouldn't need faith. Huh. But it's your faith that determines the courier service. Shucks. And some of us, we don't have first class faith. We got a coach faith with first class desires. And uh, that's why it hasn't been delivered, but I, I, I was patient through the process, and I, and I got it. And here I was, on age 30, I got all this stuff. And it led me to be on my floor, on my 30th birthday, in the dark, not on my $2,000 bed, but on my floor. Jared, why did you make emphasis that it was a $2,000 bed? Because you weren't there when I had to sleep on the floor next to roaches and rats. You, you weren't there huh? when I couldn't afford the bed. I, I could only afford a, a apartment, and I would lay on the floor. I would roll out my little blanket, and I would lay on the floor with no pillows. I would do this for months, and I would save up my money because I didn't have the room, I didn't have the money for a bed. And and people that would come over, they would see, oh, you got one couch, you got a television, but you ain't got no bed. And and some people, some of our friends, they would laugh and be like, what's wrong with you? And I told them I didn't want to settle for a twin size bed. I wanted a king. I was I had the bed, yeah, had the bed and had the car and had the, 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 the high-rise apartment. I had all the stuff and was still empty. Thirty years old, I'm on my floor. I'm in tears. I've earned more money that year than I had in my entire life in any year of five years combined. More money. See, I'd earned more money in, my, in my, my 30th year on earth. More money that year than I'd earned in any of the five years combined. But I'm still on my floor in tears. Saying it's not enough. Eesh. Portia calls me. What you doing? Uh, nothing. Why do you sound like that? Sound like what? Why, why you sound like you you depressed? I am. But why are you depressed? You just got back from Australia, and, and you 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 making all this money. We just we're traveling, we're buying all this stuff. We got all this stuff. What? Why are you depressed? I don't, I don't know. I thought it was going to be different when I got to this type of income. I thought it would be different when I got to this type of lifestyle. I thought it'd be different when I had this type of money and I had these designer clothes. I had. These, these designer shoes, I thought it'd be different. I, I thought I'd feel significant. I thought I'd feel important. And, and it don't feel that way. I don't know, honey, what's wrong. She says this. You need to get up off the floor. You, you got too much to be thankful for. And you get off the phone. I'm, I'm perplexed and bewildered. Oh. And I'll never forget hearing. A statement that changed my life. Every man or woman on earth has a special place in your heart that is reserved for purpose. Money can't fill the space. Awards, accolades, stages, trophies, accomplishments. Cannot fill this particular space. That's why you have people that have money and still lose their mind. Others got style, but they didn't got no substance. They got, stuff, But they're so empty. And I've discovered, I'm telling you, money is good. Money is a poor master. It's an excellent servant. But I'm here to tell you, Success is not a number.
0: It's not a number, ladies and gentlemen. It's the destination. Success is something that you continually work after every single day. Every single day. You're constantly working at it. Because here's the deal. Once you achieve something, once you get it done, what that that tells you is that you can do more okay if i if I got this far then that means over there it's possible if i can if I can do this that means that over there is possible It's like for those of you who uh you know you're you are you are in the workforce and stuff you went from making i know my first job i made four i think it was four fifteen an hour that was minimum wage and so getting the job was like whoa okay cool i can I can make four fifteen an hour and then I noticed that the managers were making 10. And I was like, hmm, well, if I can make four doing what I'm doing and I'm looking at what they're doing every day, I can do that too. But that lets me know that 10 is in reach. So then I got there. And then when I saw other people graduate from high school and go to college, I was like, hmm, well, we went to the same school. We had the same teachers. So if they could get there – then that means that I can get there too. And so once you accomplish one thing, you get exposed to the next thing. And it's that, that, that next thing that keeps you pushing. It keeps you working so that you are in position for the new thing that God is doing in that new season. And so when you look at success, don't make the mistake of comparing yourself to other people. Don't make the mistake of you know, looking at what they have and what they've done and, you know, looking at yourself and like, man, I could be doing more. I mean, yes, they are great for reference points as for what's possible, but not for comparison, not to the point where you're beating yourself up and you're all sad and emotional and caught up in your feelings because they're, they're quote, unquote, winning and you're not. You know, we all have our own season and we all have our own lanes. Maybe they're doing so well because they're in the right place. Maybe you're not where you're supposed to be. I don't know. But you can't compare yourself to other people's accomplishments and achievements because what's for them is for them, and what's for you is for you. Don't see. Here's the deal: if you if you strive for what someone else has, then you're selling yourself short, tremendously short. And the people who have it. I'm like what? What you mean? Everybody wants this. Everybody wants this life. Everybody wants to be like me. No, we don't. Because if I ask God to make me like you, that's disrespecting Him. Why would I sell myself short to want to be like you? Because what God has for me is for me. I want His original, authentic blessing. I don't want a, a used up, washed up blessing from you. I, I don't. I don't want your leftovers, your reserves. I'm selling myself short to say, God, I want what they have. No. Ask him for what's best for you, for his best for you. That's better than what anybody else has. So don't get caught up in what other people have and and what they're doing and how they're doing it and and all that. No. You run your race. You keep your pace, but you run your race. And, And just... Ignore the naysayers and the people who are telling you, you know what, you you have to be this age before you can accomplish that thing. Or you got to have this amount of money in the bank. We've people around us all the time like, man, you can't, you don't need to be posting on Facebook if you ain't making uh, 20 grand a month. Dude, shut up. This is dumb. This is so stupid. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. First of all, you're posting it on Facebook. But telling people to get off unless they're earning a certain amount of money. Listen, you 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 are not the barometer for my success. You don't dictate or determine what success for me is, what it looks like. Maybe for me, making two dollars is enough for me to be excited. Because I know for a fact when I was going through repossession and eviction, I was two dollars was like two million. When I was living off payday loans with no payday. Just the mere fact that I was able to pay one of them back was enough for me to celebrate. So don't put, don't let other people's limiting beliefs of you become your reality. What they say about you and what you should do, when you should do it, it's just, this just talk. It's just an opinion. Don't take it personal and apply it to your own life. You do what you know is best for you, what's best for your family, and what's going to create the condition in your mind. For you to go out there and do the work. Because at the end of the day, you're responsible for what you produce or not. That's all on you. So don't get caught up in a number. Don't get caught up in somebody else's criteria for success. Define it for yourself. It's your path. It's your journey. It's your way. God will give you the desires of your heart. He will, He will, He will make your path straight. If you seek him and just say, Lord, listen, what's, I I want your success for me, God. I want, I want what you deem as successful for me. I want what you have in store for me. I don't, I don't want what anybody else has. I don't want what's over. I don't want a washed up blessing. I want a fresh anointing. I want a fresh blessing. I want, see, see, what God has for you is custom. Just like a suit. You can't, if it's, if somebody gets a suit made, Or a dress made and it's custom fit for them. That means someone has measured them. And based on their measurements for their body says this will fit you and only you. Same thing with your blessings. They are measured for you. Custom tailored for you. What God has for you don't fit on nobody else. And guess what? What God has for them don't fit you either. So stop attempting to squeeze into something that's not a fit for you. Or walking around sagging in something that's too big. Okay. You can't even hold up their blessing because you, you don't, you don't have enough weight on you to carry that. You sit tight and you stay focused working on what God has told you to work on so that you are in the right position and the right shape for the blessing that He has custom tailored and made for you. Success is not a number. Honey.
1: Stop trying to squeeze into something that is too too, too, too tight. It's too tight for you over here trying to squeeze. Oh my gosh! Send in an offering right now, even now. Go right there. You just need to send that in now. Drop the drop the offering in the Anointed Word right now. Stop trying to squeeze. Isn't it amazing? Why you're so tired? You're not so tired because you didn't get sleep. You are tired because your soul is exhausted. Your soul is exhausted because you keep trying to, you think that success is a number. Success is not a number. Go out. Be fruitful and multiply. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly
0: bless your dreams.